What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Mission Suite podcast. I'm Ian Campbell. I'm CEO of Mission Suite. Welcome to the Inside Series from the Mission Suite podcast. This is a podcast for business owners where we'll be interviewing business coaches around the country for their insights on building a more successful business. Today, we're here with Tina White, owner of Panoramic, Panoramic Academy, and I'm excited to be chatting with her today to learn a bit more about what she'll be able to bring us. Tina, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to um, have this conversation. Of course, of course. And where are you joining us from today? I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Awesome. And is that where you founded your business? It is. Yes, I've moved here, I guess, maybe 25 or maybe 30 years ago. It's been a while. I'm originally from South Georgia. So I've definitely hung out in the South all of my life. Oh, nice, nice. And when did you uh, found your business? Um, this, um, version of the business actually, um, started maybe two or three years ago. Um, I actually started the, the first business in 2010, where I offered CFO for hire type of services. Um, but then I decided to take a little bit of a different route where I'm now providing training services where I'm helping business owners better understand the business side of running their company. Cause usually they're pretty good at you know, either delivering the service or selling the service, but then all the other business stuff there, uh, you know, it gets a little bit crazy. So I just really help them understand the big picture and how to hire and train the right people to support them. And so when you're working with these business owners, what's some of the biggest struggles that you see them dealing with? Um, one of the biggest things is, Hey, I'm busier than ever. Where did all the money go? And, um, I'm starting to really notice a trend. It's like, okay, well, I'm not sure if the money was ever really there in your business because too often these business owners are not charging the right price. And so if you're not charging the right price, there's no chance that the money will ever end up in your bank account because there's only three ways that your business will generate money. It's either loans from the bank, investments from your personal savings account as the owner, or generating sales from the customers. And that's built on the price that you charge. Well, the first two are not sustainable. Eventually, you'll run out of the bit the ability to borrow money and eventually your savings account will disappear. So the, the best way to really build your business is through charging the right price. So that way, when you do sell, you're more likely to have enough money to cover all of the cost of doing business um, and, and taking care of your customers. And how are you helping these business owners find the right price for their business? One of the biggest things is really understanding that you've got to start with the right total cost. Too often business owners, they take their profit and loss statement and they see all the expenses, their cost of goods sold, the rent, all the overhead, and they think, okay, I can just add that up, come up with my break even, add what I want my profit margin to be, and then I can start selling. The problem is the business has a lot of other cash flow commitments that are not listed as an expense on the profit and loss statement because you've spent money over on the balance sheet. When you bought a $25,000 truck 
for your business, that's an asset. That's a cost of doing business. So over a five-year period of time, you're going to need to buy another truck because it's going to wear out. So if you don't consider that as a cost of doing business, you're going to struggle to make ends meet whenever it is time to replace it or to pay that loan. Also keep in mind, depending on the tax structure of the business, sometimes you know, the IRS does not allow sole proprietors and single member LLCs to actually pay themselves a salary. So too often a business owner will say, okay, well, the IRS doesn't allow it. Well, the IRS doesn't allow you to pay through the salary payroll process. It doesn't prevent you from paying yourself on a regular basis. And that's the cost of doing business. If your business cannot sell or operate without you, you are a cost of doing business. You're not free. Mm-hmm. You're not a volunteer at a charity. You know, like <laughs> you've got, you know, you didn't start your business so you could run a charity and not make a profit. And you definitely didn't plan on not ever being paid. So mm-hmm. you've just got to really, you got to really step back and think about what are all the true costs of running this business. How many times do I have money going out? But I did not consider that as a a cost of doing business. So the owners pay the income taxes and also the um, assets that you've invested in. All of those are cost of doing business. And too often they're overlooked when you're calculating your price. I love that answer because it brings awareness to stuff that needs to be paid attention to. When you're a business owner, you tend to forget about yourself and focus more on the business. And when you're not focused on yourself, you tend to wear yourself out. And then, I mean, you end up spiraling maybe eventually into closing because you're not preparing so much for stuff in the unforeseen future. And then as well as possibly burnout at that point, because you're consistently just running around in circles, trying to put out fires and never really preparing for where you want to be instead of, or you're basically, you're just trying to survive at that, at that time. So when you're, when you're helping these business owners, how, so is there like specific industries that you are talking with that tend to have this issue or is there, is it almost every company or industry that you've seen that in? It's probably across the board. Um, I primarily focus in on service companies. So anywhere from air conditioning and plumbers to landscapers, accountants, um, lawyers, anyone that most likely worked in that industry as an employee. And then they thought, Hey, you know what? I can start my own business. I can do my own thing. And now they're, they've built a company to where they're providing the service. They may even have a team of people and too often um, business owners think that it's normal to live without. It's normal to financially sacrifice. Hey, I'm just earning my stripes. You know, it's just normal. Well, the problem is it's not normal forever. It is normal for a short period of time, like three months or less. Like you've got to get up and running. You've got to get some customers. You've you've got to do those things. But that's where that working capital, when you're first starting, where you can say, okay, I've got three months of savings to help me make a go of this and I'm going to be ready. Um, but if you're three years into your business and you're still struggling, it's not normal. And so you've got to really roll back and figure out why am I still 
working nonstop. My team is busier than ever, but I still have nothing to show for it because it's not just financial. Most business owners, if they were honest about the dream that they originally had, they were thinking, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to be able to take time off when I want to. I'm going to be able to go to my kids' t-ball game. I'm going to be able to do, I'm going to be able to take control of my finances and my time. The problem is they're probably making less than they would as an employee and they're probably working more. And so really just rolling back and just really asking yourself, okay, what do I really have to show for all of this? And at some point, the business owner will get tired of being tired and they'll start to make a change. And that's when they call you, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you're coming up with these prices, so let's say it sounds like you're working with a lot of service industries. So again, taking into consideration of the tools and as well as uh, the, the vehicles and then on top of, I, I'm not unsure of any other expense at the moment on top of my head, but I'm sure there's a lot of other things to consider. How are you, how are you able to put that all together and come up with a price that's going to be something that's functional to get them to where they want to be? That may be a loaded question because I'm sure there's a lot of things to consider, but if a a small business owner right now that's in the service industry is struggling to come up with a price for their services right now, because they're just breaking even, what would be something that you would say to take a look at or some advice for them to actually work through that, that situation? Um, it definitely varies because each service industry does have different mechanisms because like air conditioning and plumbing, they actually have true cost of goods sold where they are most likely using a part um, or a piece of equipment. And so that is a key component of calculating the price. Whereas, um, you know, a CPA and a lawyer, they don't have a true cost of goods sold where they've got that, that, that tangible physical product that they can use as a platform to get started. But one of the cool things about pricing is too often people think that it's just one flat formula and you've got to copy and paste that across the board for your business. But usually you've got to, there, there is a nuance to the calculation, but you can also consider how you're presenting the price as well. So for example, like with a, like with a tax accountant, if you are trying to sell tax return service, well, that's, you know, people are probably just picking up the phone and calling and they just want someone to kind of give them the cheapest price because a lot of times people don't see a value in the service. And the same thing happens over in the air conditioning company. People just call through the phone book and they say, Hey, how much will you charge? to come out and tell me what's wrong with my air conditioner. So both of those particular services, you might need to throttle down just a little bit, um, still make money, but maybe the profit margin is not quite as high. So that way you can kind of package your services to where they buy um, more value added services. So like the CPA firm, your real value with them is helping them answer the question, where did all the money go? 
and really helping them understand how do I save on taxes? If I buy a truck this year, well, how much money will I save? Really helping them more with tax planning, maybe layering bookkeeping and really making it very sticky to where um, you're kind of muddy in the waters on what service you're really providing because you're just becoming the one-stop shop for all of their business finance questions. And then over on the air conditioning side, they're not, you know, the homeowner's not hundred percent sure on um, all the things that you're taking care of. You're just really making sure that the air conditioner works when they turn it on, the thermostat works on their, um, the app on their phone. And like, you just, you're really taking care of them. And so then you can charge a little bit higher on some of those other services once, once you get there and build that trust. And so part of it is really making sure that you understand all of those costs that are going into it, understanding that it doesn't have to be a flat one formula across the board with your entire business. And then the, the third thing that really comes to mind is understanding the impact of giving too many discounts. Too many times people will go through the first two steps and they're super excited. They're, they buy in during the conversation, during the consulting meeting. But then when they're standing face to face with the customer, they just cave and they just give 5, 10, 15 percent discounts and they haven't been intentional and they haven't considered how that affects the bottom line. Because I want you to think about it. If you give a 5 percent discount, can you go to your employees and say, hey, I gave a customer a discount. Uh, your paycheck's going to be a little bit short this week. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're, you can't do it with your landlord, with your rent. You can't do it with your suppliers. That entire 5% falls all the way down to the bottom and it's coming out of your profit. And you may be thinking, hey, I don't give a whole lot of discounts, but I bet on average, it's probably 5% because there's going to be friends and family, your community, your church. There's going to be some people that you give a lot to. Then there's going to be others that pay full price. And I bet when you blend the two, you probably are averaging 5%. And if you have not considered that into how all the math works and being intentional, it can erode profitability. And if you're not paying attention at the end of the year, you're like, wait, I don't have as much money as I thought I would. That's a very good thing to think about because I mean, it's a service, right? And but you're still driving over to the family member's house or the church's building. And then from there, it just starts to add up because you're adding mileage, you're using the tools, your your time is money. And so at the end of the day, it still is adding up to going towards your profit. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> you're the one paying for that discount. Exactly. That's that's a good thing to consider, especially as small businesses. I I think when you're a small business, you want to just take whatever business that you possibly can. And if you feel that that business may slip away or they may not be able to afford it or whatever the, it, the situation is, they may be like, oh, I'll just take, I'll, you get a 5% discount or I'll, I won't charge you for this installation or whatever it is. And so I think it's that it's money is money and not taking in the real value in yourself. Definitely. Definitely. And I think when business owners take this, the time to really understand their numbers, it's not that I want owners to become bookkeepers or accountants. You don't have to do that, but 
you, you do need to be able to trust, but verify the only way you can verify the financial reports that you're looking at and the financial systems is to have some understanding of the big picture of how money flows in and out of your business. And, you know, that's a really key part for business owners to understand. They think that they can take everything administrative, whether it's answer the phone or accounting, bookkeeping, they can just take all of that stuff and just put it off on an island. And it's like, okay, well, just let me know if you got problems. Well, don't be surprised if, you know, there's embezzlement and uh, I mean, there's just, you're just asking for so many different tr things. Even if your employees aren't stealing, um, you're probably not as fine-tuned and as efficient as, you know, the business could be um, because even, um, you know, you might have some of your employees that, you know, do really well, but then they start to, um, maybe a service takes five hours when it used to take two if you're still only charging for two, you're losing three hours, um, not only from you're paying for that time to your employee, but you're losing opportunity cost and, you know, just can, you know, a little bit here and there really add up over time. And so for small businesses right now that are going through these struggles, would you have any, recommend any resources to help them through making the decision on what their next step should be? Definitely. I've got a lot of resources on, on my website where I've got free blogs and videos. And then also there are a lot of, um, you know, great business resources where you can, you know, search for, um, you know, understanding your total cost. Total cost is different than total expenses. Expenses is what shows up on the profit and loss statement. Cost is everything that your business spends money on. And so, you know, just really understanding, um, you can Google search like business literacy, um, business finances, and you know, just really try to get an understanding of how that big picture should work. Um, you know, one of the things that a lot of business owners think, they, they think that their business is special, which it is in a lot of ways because you do bring that unique um, special sauce to your business where you're going to be a certain type of leader. You're going to attract a certain type of customer and all of those things will be your secret sauce, but all businesses run on the same basic fundamentals. And so when you understand those fundamentals, you'll be able to apply them to any industry and, um, you know, really be able to make great strides in, in your business. Thank you for sharing that information. That really is helpful. I like to make sure that we share resources in the episode so we're able to help each other out and see if we can contact that person at the end or just even getting some small answers or answers that they that business owners have been searching for for a while. So giving them some direction. I'm, I've heard it's very lonely. I'm not currently a business owner. And so it can be very isolating to not have any direction or feeling lost and just being me just being empathetic, I'm sure that it does get very confusing at those times. So I really do appreciate you coming on this call and sharing your insights. And I really appreciate everything that you shared here today. Thank you so much. And to all of you listening, thank you for being with us. Make sure to give us a rating and a review. Let us know how we're doing and we'll see you next time. Hey, 
Hey, thanks so much for checking out our episode today. I really hope you found it valuable and got some good takeaways from it. If you did, do me a favor, subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcasting app and leave a review to let us know how we're doing. If you'd like to learn more about Mission Suite, check us out at www.themissionsuite.com and there you'll find educational resources and information about our platform. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube and be a part of the conversation. And we'll be back soon. Cheers. Thank you.